0: Words of life, words of hope, give us strength, help us cope. In this world, wherever we roam, ancient words will guide us song ancient... Savior of Destiny, Total Sports Ministry, in conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level, introduce to you God's Word simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, practical offering. God bless you as you listen.
1: Can we bow down our heads as we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for yet another privilege you have given to us. We give all the glory to you. He say, you praise, this commandment is unto you. If you not lay it to her to give glory unto my name. He said, I will curse you. Lord, we have returned to say thank you. We have returned to bless your name. The short time we stay, speak to our hearts, O oh Lord. Lord, please let no one miss what you are saying. Let no life miss what you are saying. Let no one miss, all oh God, the miracle you will be doing today. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Heavenly Father. For in Jesus' most precious name we are prayed. Please can we quickly go to the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 3 verses 1 to 11. That is one of the prophetic words. God gave to us concerning this meeting. Moreover he said unto me son of man. Eat that thou findest. Eat this roll. And go speak unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth. And he caused me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bars with this roll that I give thee. Then I did eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. Verses 4. And he said unto me, Son of man, go, get thee unto the house of Israel, and speak with my words unto them. Please note verses 4. And he said unto me, Son of man, go, get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my word unto them. Verses 5 For thou art not sent to a people of strange speech or of an hard language, but to the house of Israel. Verses 6 Not to many people of a strange speech and of an hard language, whose words thou cannot understand. Surely I ascended to them. They would have hearkened unto thee. Verse 7. But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee. For they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. Impudent means rude. No respect. Hallelujah. They are rude. They don't have respect. Verse 8. Behold. I have made thy face strong against their face, and thy forehead strong against their foreheads. Verses 9, As an adamant harder than flint, have I made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. Verses 10, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, Receive in your heart. Receive in your heart and hear with your ears. Please mark 10 and 11 again. Verse 11. And go and get thee to them of the captivity unto the children of thy people and speak unto them and tell them. Thus saith the Lord God whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Hallelujah. Whether they will hear Or whether they will forbear. Hallelujah. Are we saying amen? The same scripture, verses 17 to 21. Before we now come back and hear what God is saying to us. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. Verses 18. When I say unto the wicked... Thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wickedness. 19. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou deliverest thy soul. Verse 20. Again, when a righteous man doeth turn from his righteousness, And commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin, and his righteousness which he had done shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Verses 21 Finally, nevertheless, if thou want the righteous man that the righteous sin not, and he doeth not sin, He shall surely live because he's one. Also, thou hast delivered thy soul. Are we saying amen? Are we saying amen? Now, we look at Ezekiel chapter 3, verses 4, then 10 and 11. We start speaking from that place. And he said unto me, Son of man, go, get thee unto the house of Israel and speak with my words unto them. Verses 10 and 11. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in your heart and hear with your ear. Verses 11. And go, get thee to them of the captivity, unto the children of thy people, and speak unto them, and tell them thus, saith the Lord God, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Hallelujah whether they will hear or whether they will forbear God never sends men without giving them his word whenever God sends men he gives them his word to give to the people God has never sent any man that actually is God that sent him without the Lord giving him a word for the people it's quite unfortunate That most of the people that God sent, the word God gave to them has been hijacked by the enemy. The enemy is out there to hijack the word of God. He knows that that word is the carrier of the blessings of the Lord. Until the Lord gives a word to the people, their blessing will be hanging. Until the Lord gives a word to his people, they are surely going to hit rock. Until the Lord gives a word to his people, the blessings and inheritance that he has for them, they will never get to it. God began to speak with Ezekiel, and God said, go and speak to my people Israel. Why is God raising him and say, go and speak to my people Israel? It's not because he hates them. It's because he loved them. It's because they are his people. Is because he has a great plan for them. The inheritance of the law for his people is so large. He don't want his people to miss out of it. He want them to be preserved. He want the inheritance to be preserved for them. He want them to walk into his blessings without struggling. He want them not to struggle the way we see ourselves struggling today in life. People pray, pray, pray. I have said that several times. It is not the plans of God for our lives. We are not saying that prayer is not good, but the prayer I have seen people pray, yet no result. The kind of result they desire to get, they are not getting it. They have prayed so much, they have fasted so much, they have climbed mountains, they have come down, they have used all manner, but the result they ought to get are the people of God, they know they are not getting it. Even them know. In the body of Christ today, I want to say to us, many are getting frustrated, but they don't want to join Babalao. Many are getting frustrated. They don't want to actually declare, we are no more for Christ. They are only coming to the church to still embrace the people so that they will say, okay, they are our brothers and sisters. Now, today in the body of Christ, you can testify, many people are there because they have daughters, they have sons. When they marry, they can see people that will come many are there because of what if somebody die they can see people that will stay around them they are not there for the purpose why God instituted the body of Christ they are not there for the purpose why God said come to me I have chosen you to be my own now God began to speak to Ezekiel as God talking to Ezekiel he said go and talk to my people the people I'm sending you to they are not foreigners to you The people I'm sending you to, they are of the same language. They will understand every bit of what you're saying. Even when they pretend that they are no more understanding you again. The truth is that they will understand every bit of what I am saying. They will understand. They will understand. Go to them. Can we go back again? Go back again to verse 4 and 5. And he said unto me, son of man, go. Get thee unto the house of Israel. And speak my words unto them. My words unto them. Not the pastor's word. Not the word of the people. But the word that God has given to his servant. And say take this word. God knows that his word to his people is what will bless them. It's not the word of the people that will bless them. It's not what the man desire that will bless them. It is the word that God gave to the man that will bless the people. Unfortunately, we have seen that they are reducing the world because they felt this world will be offending them. It won't bless them. But God said, no, go and do what I ask you to do. In verses 5, look at verse 5. He said, for thou art not sent unto people of strange speech. God does not send people to people that won't understand the language they are speaking. He sends people with his word and when they speak, the people will understand. It is our God that is speaking to us. For Israel, they cannot say God is not speaking to them. They knew God was speaking to them through prophet Ezekiel. When he confronted them because of their iniquities, the idol they have turned to, when they have relegated their God, God said go and speak to them because they are my people. I love them. They are my inheritance as God knows that me and you we are his inheritance. That's why you are sitting down here today. If you are not his own, you will not sit down here. If you are not his own, you will not sit down here. It's not because you know us. It's not because you want to sit down here. It is because you belong to him. That is why you heard his voice and you came and sat down. To hear your father speak to you. And he said again, and of unheard language, but to the house of Israel, verse 6, not to many people of a strange speech. God never sent him to the whole world. God never sent him, go and speak to the whole world. God said, go and speak to my people. As we walk around the hostry tree, there are people of God. As we walk around in our villages, there are people of God. As you go to Japan, there are people of God. As you go everywhere, you are going all over the world. There are people of God. That's why I am never moved. Whenever I have a meeting, if I see 10, I know these are the people of God God wants me to talk to. He said, go and speak to these particular people. These are the people I'm sending you to. Why are we preaching the gospel? We are preaching the gospel to know the people of God. To gather them and bring them to their father. To gather them and show them the plans of their father for their life we are gathering the people of God not the crowd, not everybody out there we are only gathering the people of God we are sent to them to bring them back even to their God is somebody understanding what I'm saying here that's it. not too many people of a strange speech and of an hard language whose words that cannot understand surely had I sent thee to them, they would not hearken but I believe the people here will hearken In the name of Jesus, verse seven. But the house of Israel will not hearken, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent and hard-hearted. It's not for these ones that are here. The Lord will help us not to harden our heart to receive His word as it comes to us, so that we can be blessed. The same word God sent to Israel because He has a great plan for them. When I look at the plan of God for his people, I began to ask myself, then why all these sufferings? I began to ask myself, why all these troubles everywhere? Why all these pains? Why all this trouble? Why is people suffering this way? When I flip through the scriptures, I see what God has in plan for his people and God began to speak my son. My plans are still here, very new every morning. The inheritance is part for them, but they refuse to hearken unto my voice. When I tell them, do it this way, they say, No, I want to do it my own way. And unfortunately, there are men who are no more hearing from the Lord. They want to deceive today. And they come and occupy the people. They are no more telling them the truth that were found in Christ. And many of them that are out there that we thought they are not of God, they belong to Christ. They are out there wasting. One of the reasons why God called for this meeting, he called for this meeting that after this meeting, we ought to reach out to his people that are out there and pull them back to their God for him to use them to do what he wants to do with them. There are people out there, out there, out there. Many of them are smoking. Many of them are womanizing. Many of them are doing all manner of things. For God said, they are my people. They are my people. They are still there wasting. They are still there dying. They are still there. Nobody wants to go there. And take my word to them. Take my word to them. Take my word to them. And gather them together for me to use them and do what I want to do. And God showed us one of them. And he said it has not changed. The enemy is out there to see that the destiny of man is being destroyed. The enemy is out there. And that day God said to me, go and create the awareness of the subtle character of the devil against humanity to rob them of eternal life, which is the basic thing. The enemy is out there robbing many of eternal life. He has come to the church also robbing people of life everlasting, which God said is the basic. On that, every other thing hinges. On that, everything about your life, my life hinges there. And God showed us a vivid example of one whom everybody has condemned. The church has run away from him and said this one is a murderer. This one we cannot identify with him. But Jesus who knows that this one is one of us. Jesus knew this one is one of us. In Acts chapter 9, verse 1, the man called Saul Apostle Paul. The Bible said, and saw yet breathing out, threatening and slaughter, again disciples of the Lord went unto the high priest. Verses 2 and desired of him letters to Damascus to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Verses 3 and as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly. There shined around about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth and had a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? Verses 5. And he said, Who art thou, Lord? Who art thou lord? Many of them that are out there. That is the same question they are asking. They have not known the Lord because they have not known the Lord Jesus. That has been the reason why they are captives of the devil. Many of us that have come to Christ who have not actually encountered Christ very well will still see ourselves struggling in so many things. We will still see ourselves persecuting Christ without knowing. We will still see ourselves doing certain things that actually we ought not to do. But because our eyes are still holding, we have not seen the light of Christ most of the things you see people do is not because they want to do it. They are doing it because they have not had a proper encounter with the person of Jesus. The light has not shone. But whether those people are choosing vessels of God, they are. They are choosing vessels of the Lord. God wants to use them to do exploit. God wants to rescue them from the hand of the wicked. Who has blind them? Who don't want them to become a vessel and axe in the hand of the almighty God. Apostle Paul said to him, Who are thou? That has been the question of everyone who have not actually encountered Christ well. My prayer every day has been, Lord, that anyone who come across me let him encounter Jesus well. The beginning of the journey of that young man started that day. The recovery of that destiny started that day. The same destiny and life that has been destroying men, killing people, sending many children of God to hell, is a choosing vessel of the Lord that God will use to destroy the kingdom of the devil, that God will use to turn men around, that God will use to establish his kingdom here on earth. How come that the devil captured him? How come that his eyes became so blind? How come he was walking in darkness? How come that the same man became a vessel in the hand of the devil, killing the people of God? How come? How come? That's the question God began to ask. God asked me, how did it happen? He said, can't you see the enemies out there? He's walking every day. The same way it is for Apostle Paul, he was destroying the people of God. God said the same way there are people today who are also destroying the people of God even in the body of Christ. How are they destroying them? Some of them can even be pastors. Some of them can even be sisters. Don't you know as a sister a brother you are sleeping with your brother or your sister when you have not married him you are destroying the two. The two have been destroyed. You know that? That destruction. God said for Apostle Paul he was using knife. He was using gun. He was arresting the people of God, putting them in prison. God said the same way, when you see people of God fornicating, they are also pushing each other into prison. Of who? Of the devil. They are putting handcuffs on themselves. If they are stealing, they are putting themselves into prison. He said there's no difference between what the devil was doing with the life of Paul with what this devil is doing with the life of people today. The Lord said the same thing. He said he has crippled in the church. They steal in the church. They do all manner of rubbish. Homosexual have been promoted in the church. He said all manner. He said it is still the devil. It is still the enemy. He want people not to see Jesus. He don't want them to encounter the light of Christ. That makes men useful in the hand of the almighty God. In the hand of the almighty God. And God said take my word to them. Take my word to them. Stop praying for God to bless you. God has already blessed you. Whenever any man return to Christ, the Bible said that man is a new creature. It said, behold, all things are what? I pass away. And all has become what? And all has become what? Please, all has become what? All has become what? So when all is not new, something is wrong. Something is wrong. All is not new because you are praying. All is not new because you are fasting. All is new because you have come to who? To Christ Jesus. Whenever any man come to Christ, is a new creature. And God said to me, my son, look at it from that angle. Many thought that the case of Paul is not the same case of the people today. The enemy is still annihilating people, sending many to hell. The enemy is still imprisoning people today, even in the church. He can use pastors, he can use sister, he can use brother. And the reason is because this man has not encountered Christ. The reason is because this man has not actually received eternal life. Which is the basic thing. When you receive that life everlasting, it makes all the difference in your life. It changes everything about you. It turns every story about you around. The encounter God comes to give to every man is for him to know Jesus. Whenever you encounter Christ, you are out of darkness. Whenever you encounter Christ, your eyes got open. And Jesus said to him, no, go back to five again. There's something I want to show you. And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick again the prince. That's it and he trembling and astonished said Lord what will thou have me to do and the Lord said unto him arise and go into the city and it shall be told thee what thou must do verse 7 and the men which joined with him stood speechless hearing a voice but seeing no man Verses 8 and Saul arose from the earth and when his eyes were opened he saw no man but they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. Verses 9. And he was three days without sight. And neither did eat nor drink. Verses 10. And there were certain disciples at Damascus. Named Ananias. And to him said the Lord. In a vision. Ananias. And he said behold. I am here Lord. Verses 11. And the Lord said unto him. Arise and go into the streets. Which is called thread and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tassus, for behold he prayed and I seen in the vision man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive his sight then Ananias answered Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he had done to the saints at Jerusalem I have heard of this particular man how much evil he had done to the saints at Jerusalem. So for we, we have cancelled him. For the disciples, they have cancelled him. There is nothing good in him. There is nothing good about him. But for the Lord, he knows that this one is a chosen vessel. This one is a chosen vessel. Like many of us sitting here, it's because we have not understood Any day you can understand what we are discussing today, everything about you changes. Everything about you changes in this life. The day I encountered Christ was the day everything about me changed. When a man is a prisoner, if you go to prison yard, you know at times they feel that they are free because they allow them to walk around the prison. But actually they are not free. Whenever any man is still committing sin, no matter the gain he's making out of it, that man actually is still a prisoner of the devil. He's still a prisoner of the devil, no matter the little that sin might be. No matter how little the sin might be, please, I am making emphasis on this. Why am I making this emphasis? Is what I have tested and proved. I have tested it and proved it. Anytime any man is committing sin, the devil makes him a prisoner. I asked the devil one day, why is it there's nothing again you do only to make people to commit sin? There is nothing again you are doing. Only what you are doing from morning to night is to make people commit sin. Why? Do you know the devil is not as potent and strong as people think that he is? What makes the devil so strong and potent is that he works with the tool of sin. He knows that whenever sin is introduced in any man, God leaves the man. God is of a pure heart that he cannot identify with sin. The devil knows this devil is not as bad as you think. The church has left the matter and they were busy talking what is not the matter. The matter is not devil every day we bind you, we bind you, no. The Bible said, if you are a follower of that which is good, who can harm you? If you are a follower of that which is good, it said nobody can harm you. You can't be harmed one day. You cannot be harmed one day. In the midst of all the troubles, you'll walk away. So the devil understood the game very, very well. He knows quite well that if any man will get the blessing from the Lord, the first thing that must be settled is the issue of sin." For his name shall be called Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21. So the issue of sin is one thing they have packed away from the church. And they are calling blessings of the people. And the blessing is not forthcoming. And yet the people could not pause and say, ah, let's check this in well. What exactly is the problem? And God said to him, go Ezekiel. Tell my people my word. And what is his word? Let them repent and turn away from every wickedness and turn away from anything they cause in so that he can bless them. They are his people. He loved them so much. The inheritance, he kept it for them. You can imagine God killing many nations. Telling them, I will take you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. He was killing nations. Destroying people. Collecting their lands and giving to Israel. And giving to Israel. Showing them the way he loved them. He said, these ones are my covenant people. They are my covenant people. But there is one thing he don't want to hear about them. He don't want them to identify with what they call sin. Not even a thought of it. Not even a thought of it. Now we look at the man called Apostle Paul. Before God could start doing anything with him. He needed to have an encounter with Christ Jesus. That would terminate that life that makes him to commission without him knowing. No sinner commits sin. him knows. He doesn't know. If you think he knows is a lie, if he actually know, I'm telling you the truth, he will run away from it. If he knows, he will run away from it. Today, we are beginning to manage with sin. We live our life and managing with sin. We can't live like that. And we want the Lord to bless us. And we want the Lord to bless us. The Lord said, no. It does not work like that. Verse 14. And here he had authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. Look at what Jesus answered in verse 15. Jesus said to him, but the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear thy name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. For he is a what? A choosing vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles, the kings, and the children of Israel. Why am I speaking today? There's nobody sitting down here hearing my voice that God has not chosen. You are a choosing vessel in the hand of the almighty God. You are a choosing vessel in the hand of the almighty God. God wants to use you to do marvelous things in this generation. God wants the world to hear him through you. God wants the people to return back to him through you. God wants to use you to establish a generation that generations unborn will still stand upon and use even that which you have done to bless the name of your God. That was the day Paul discovered his destiny. That was the day he discovered this is what I'm living for. That was the day he said, ah, So, I have been hijacked by the wicked. So, Paul was hijacked by the devil. The devil was using it to do exploit in his own kingdom. And that's how many people have been hijacked. I met a young man. He graduated from aborting. Aborting babies. He began now to do what to teach people how to abort. Any young man that come to him and say, My girlfriend... Is pregnant, he will smile and say, it's no matter now. He will immediately prescribe the concussion and say, give to her. One time it will flush up. And one day I was in my office. As soon as he entered my office, the Lord said to me, he's about dying. I said, what happened? He came to pay title. I said, hold your tight. The Lord said to me, this man is about dying. He said, it's about dying. It is me that made him to walk into this place if he had not walked into this place that day he said he would have died do you know what happened as soon as I opened my mouth to tell him stop I said God said you are about dying now God said your hands are stained with blood what is happening he told me this is the second time they told him that he said this is the second time he had it I said what happened he now told me abortion upon abortion abortion upon abortion abortion upon abortion That the level he is now is that he's the one teaching others now. Once you want to do abortion, he'll call you. he say, miss this, miss this, miss this, and miss this. Give it to the girl. It's gone. And God said, the cry of those children has reached me. The cry of those children has reached me. And it is written in God's word. Anyone that kills by the sword should go by the sword. God said, warn him for the last time. Warn him for the last time. Tell him if you do it again, one again, it's gone. And I told him, God, Look at what God said. He said it's true. it's true, Pastor. It's true, Pastor. I said, Now, repent now or you die. It's not me that said it, it is the Lord. I didn't know what you're doing. You just walk into my office. God spoke to me that this is what you're doing. Now, do we pet him and say, The Lord bless you because that's touch in his hand? Hallelujah. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Give me the title first. I went to speak to a club at their hotel. As soon as I was walking into the room, I was hearing blood. 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 I "Ah, said, God, blood again. Where is blood here? There's no blood here. He said, all their hands are stained with blood. All their hands are stained with blood. Ah. And we want to start praying. I say, before we pray anything here, the Lord said, all your hands are stained with blood. Everybody was looking at me. I say, are you not understanding what I'm saying? Am I speaking Jamaica? I am speaking English. Are you not understanding? They say, pastor, we don't understand. (laughs) I say, the Lord said that your hands are stained with blood. So, which of the blood? Did you kill people or did you which one? Some of them say, pastor, an abortion. Both coaches. Some of them, five. Psalm 6, Psalm 7. So they were counted in numbers. They are counted in numbers. Now, I want to ask you a question. Who are they working for? Who are they working for? Are they working for the Lord? Is that not what was happening to Apostle Paul? Paul was working for the devil without knowing. Do you know many people are working for the devil without knowing? They don't know. That the enemy has captured them, they are working for him. Many are working for the devil through gossiping. Their level of gossiping has got to the point that they scatter marriages. They can so one well say that marriage is dissolved. Don't even let them come to your house. If they come to your house and release one thing, it's over. By the time they are going, the whole place is on fire. The whole place is on fire. They are working for the devil. Just like Apostle Paul was working for the devil without knowing, without knowing until the day Jesus encountered him and stopped him and said, no, you can't continue like this. You can't continue gossiping like this. You have scattered at your friend's house. You have scattered the other one house. You have scattered the other one house. What is your gain in all these things you're doing? You have collected the other one husband. You are planning to kill that brother again. What are you getting in all the things you're doing? The sister they impregnated, a young lady, a young lady told me, by reason of my office, he slept with the boyfriend and they used condom. So the condom enter her stomach through her vagina inside her stomach. So what do we do? They carry the lady to the hospital. When they go to the hospital, listen, anytime you're committing sin. Is the devil the man might think he's playing smart one, but the devil is waiting. And they took the young lady to the hospital. What well, the doctor said there's nothing we can do, we have to operate on her. That's the only way. It's okay. Let's do it. First one. As they start the first one, the lady died there. Instantly, she died immediately. The devil was waiting and said, Today, not today, your own is over. I think you want to bless Mathew. That was how the lady died. Instantly, he she didn't get off from that place. She bled to death. We see pastors sleeping with members today, and nobody saying anything. We see deacons sleeping with members, nobody saying anything. Even some of them sleeping with the wife of a pastor, a junior pastor. Nobody saying anything. If you want to talk, they say, "Take it easy, take it easy." Now you know the church. And God said to Ezekiel, go and speak my word. Go and speak my word. Not the word of the people. Not what will make them happy. Because if you continue speaking that way, they will not be blessed. The one that blesses is God. It's not pastor. It's not pastor. It's God. When the pastor say what God said, he should say, the people will be blessed. The people will be blessed. That's why we are begging for blessing in the churches today. We are begging for blessing in our homes. We are begging for blessing in many places. I don't need to beg for blessing. I know how to attract blessing. The way to attract blessing is to repent from my sins. If I have committed sin, I will repent. If I repent, God will bless me. If you commit sin, repent. If you repent, God will bless you. You don't need to pray. If you repent, you attract God to yourself. He will walk with you. God is attracted to holiness. God is attracted to purity of life. God is attracted to righteousness of life. God is not attracted to too much prayer. Without holiness of life, without purity of life, with a mind that is gossiping, with a mind that is hating people, with a mind that is backbiting, no, God is not attracted to that. We must know this truth. We must know this truth, and that is one thing God said we should look at today. One word that God gave to me to take his possible is age falsification, and they hate me. And God said, Don't close your mouth, keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it, keep saying it. That is my word to you. So when I come and say, Stop falsifying your age, they say, Pastor, get away. Pray for us. Just pray for us, leave us alone. Pray for us, pray for us. And I said, "That is what the Lord said." And then I come again. I said, "Thou said the Lord, thou shalt not falsify your age. It is the blessing of the Lord that make it rich; it does not add sorrow to it. It is a sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding has wisdom. That you are impostor don't make you to be a fool. That to are impostor you must know there is a standard of the Lord." As a young footballer, I had an encounter with the Lord. The Lord said to me, Don't go the way of the world. He said, If you reduce your age, is the way of the world. Before my very eyes, players that I teach how to play ball, they were going to Europe because they falsified their age. They asked me to falsify, I so said, I will not falsify. It was not easy. It was tough. It was difficult. It was painful. It became a suffering for me, but not suffering for just nothing, suffering for Christ's sake. And I keep following Jesus. I keep following Jesus with tears rolling down my cheek. I say my mother will be poor. My family, "Ah, what is going to happen? Ah, Lord, what is going to happen? The Lord said, no. You can't follow me and walk in darkness. Follow me. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one called to the Father except by me. I am the way. You can't walk in darkness. You can't walk in darkness. And I continued following him at a time he looks as if everything is over. (laughs) Because all of them has gone to Europe. They are coming back to Nigeria with their cars. Those days I'll stay at the window and be watching them. (gasps) I say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. (laughs) What is happening? What is happening? And Jesus said, nothing is happening. Everything is happening well. And I keep following him. Many of them are back in Nigeria. They are hungry. <laughs> they are very, I mean, hu- it's not small though. They are very, very hungry. Are we saying amen? We are talking about following Jesus. Following Jesus. You are a vessel. Don't let your destiny be corrupt by the devil. Don't let your destiny be corrupt by the devil. Look at your destiny here. He said a choosing vessel. A choosing vessel. A choosing vessel. A choosing vessel. You are a choosing vessel? Young man, you know you're a footballer. Don't reduce your age. It's what the Lord said I should tell you footballers. Don't reduce your age. Play with your real age. We want to work with Jesus. That is the message of the Lord to you. This message might be tough and hard, but follow the Lord. The Lord has never failed anybody, and he can never fail anybody. Are we saying amen? It is the same Paul that we hear speaking in Philippians chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. Philippians 3, 7 and 8. You see Paul speaking. The same Paul that was killing people, he said, now, but what things were gained to me, those I count lost for Christ. Verses 8, he said, yea, doubtless, and I count all things, but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. For whom I have suffered loss of all things, and do count them, but tongue, that I may do what? Win Christ. Because you have seen the world that can never finish in Christ Jesus. There is a world that cannot finish in Christ. There's a world that can't finish in Christ. Apostle Paul said that I may know him. And the power that raised him from the dead. There's nothing I'm looking for again. Oh, I have caught something. All the while I've been wasting. The devil has been using me, messing me up. But I've returned to where power is. It's in Christ Jesus. It's not in anywhere. It's not in anything. It's in Christ Jesus. It's in Christ Jesus. Finally, Acts chapter 26, Jesus went ahead, speaking to Paul. He said, now let me commission you. And from that commissioning, we could see what he was suffering. Jesus showed him, this was what held you bound. Why you don't know what we are doing? Why you don't know where you are turning to? Why you are walking against me? While you are destroying your brothers, the people you should have saved and preserved, you don't know that is the work of the enemy. So, what is the first thing he said to him? Jesus began to speak to him. He said, Now I am commissioning you. Acts chapter 26, 16. But arise and stand on your feet. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou are seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee. Verses 17, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee. Verses 18, now listen. He said, number one, to open their eyes. Apostle Paul, eyes were not opened before. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our course will be high, it is high to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world are blinding the minds of them that believe not. So what the devil does is to blind the minds of the people so that they will never believe the gospel of Christ. Then he can use them as his vessels to work against God and make sure that their destiny in Christ Jesus will not be what God's desire is. So the first thing the devil does it's to blind the minds of the people. Blind the eyes of the people. Make them blind while their physical eyes are seen. But they can't see anything. They are not seeing nothing. They fall into sin anyhow. They do whatever they want to do. And what is the Necessary he said? Go back to Acts. Acts 26 verse eighty. He said to open their eyes. So the first thing God does with any man... Is to open the person's eyes and show the person his true condition. He opened your eyes and showed you your true condition. He shows you the end of the path you are taking. He brings you back again and shows you the path of life. That was what God did for me. Ask anybody who has ever encountered Jesus in truth and in spirit, Jesus removed the veil first. And show you the danger of the path of sin. And cause you to turn and follow the other path. He did that to me. When I was moving this other path, everybody was mocking me. Everybody was laughing. They said, this man is a foolish man. We have never seen this kind of foolish man in this world. I said, let me be foolish following Jesus. I just want to follow him. Foolish. If you are too wise, you can't follow him. You must be foolish to follow Christ to gain from him. And until you decide to become that foolish to stand with Jesus, to stand with Jesus, you cannot get it. You must be foolish to follow Christ, to gain from him. And until you decide to become that foolish to stand with Jesus, to stand with Jesus, you cannot get it. Until you decide to divorce that man that said I will marry you, because of that you carry your things and go to a house you cannot see Jesus. You can't walk like that. Until you stop stealing small, small things you're stealing, you cannot get there. You can't walk with Christ until you look at sin and say, no, this is sin. I don't want You cannot walk with him and get the best out of him. If you want to get the best out of Christ, you must say first no to sin. That is what shows that your eyes have been opened. The next thing he said, he said, as soon as your eyes open, he will turn the man away. From where? From darkness to what? To light. He will turn the man away from where? From darkness to light. The man is turned automatically. It's not prayer. Once any man receives Jesus and stops sinning, God will come in that darkness and carry you. Come. Stay here. This is where you belong now. Simple. Stay here. Do you need any deliverance? See deliverance, they say deliverance minister. Deliverance minister. And they are delivering. The lady will fall on the ground. Her pant will open. He will climb the lady. Deliverance minister. Deliverance. There's no deliverance that is more than deliverance from sin. Anytime a man is delivered from sin, he's free. Go and tell the devil. That's what I said. And he knows. The day Jesus delivered me from my sin, I wake up that morning and tell every devil, oh yeah, out. They say, okay, sorry, we are going. You are free now. Go. If anyone the son of God shall set free, he shall be free indeed. I will saying, amen. So what is the next thing that follows? He said, from the power of Satan unto God. These are the things that repentance brings to a man. Jesus knew that if Apostle Paul would not tell the people this, they will not be free. If you go to tell them another thing, Jesus said, go and tell them this. Open their eyes. Cause them to turn from darkness to light from the power of Satan unto God. And what again? That they may receive what? Forgiveness of sin. What a blessing. There is no blessing in the whole world you can compare with forgiveness of your sins. No blessing in the whole world. He said blessed is the man that the Lord does not count his sin again." Psalm 32 verse 1 and 2. Blessed is that man that the Lord stop counting his sin. That man is already blessed. Psalm 32. I want you to know, why am I talking and shouting at the top of my voice? If there's any sin in your life, drop it. Stop walking with sin and see God blessing you and your family. Stop walking with any thought of sin in your life. Refuse sin completely and see God blessing you without praying. See God turning everything around in your life without struggle. Without struggle. Who is the person that is blessed? The man that the Lord does not count his sins against again. The man that God has forgiven his sins. That man is a blessed man. Forget about it. So what are we laboring for? We labor for the sins of the people to be forgiven. We labor to tell them this is the condition. Come out. So that God can bless you. This is the condition. Is somebody understanding what I'm saying here? Please is somebody understanding what I'm saying here? Who again is blessed? Number two. Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. And in whose spirit there is no guilt. What is guilt? This is it. Why you? In whose spirit there is no guilt. No why you? No deception in serving the Lord. One man is by the side. Hallelujah. Another one is in Jamaica. Hallelujah. Somebody's walking somewhere stealing. Hallelujah. Somebody is planning how to go to Europe with underage. Hallelujah. There is deception in the heart. Deception. Will you people accept what God is saying to you? Will you check your life as we are closing? And ask yourself, where and where am I getting these things wrong? Listen, the more you say, look at what he said in Ezekiel. Go back there. He said, hey, these people will not hear you. Their heart is very strong and hard. They will not even want to hear you. If you are talking, they will say, yeah, talk, talk, talk. If you finish, leave us alone. Will you be that kind of people? Ezekiel chapter 3. Not too many people. Eh? Whose words thou not understand? Surely, I have sent thee to them. They would not do what happened unto thee. Will you say, They will not happen unto thee. So what is the Lord saying to us? Have you taken because of money and you are turning your back against Christ? I'm talking about Christ. I'm not talking about man. Following Jesus. Following Christ. Following him. Standing for Jesus no matter what is happening. Refusing to give up. Refusing to give up. Listen, I boast in Christ alone. I boast in Jesus. I boast in Christ. I make my boast in the Jesus. What are you living for? What are you living for? What are you living for? Will you say no to sin? Everything called sin today. You must say no to it. No matter how little that sin looks. Say no. It swallows destiny of men. There's nothing that swallows the destiny of a man more than sin. Look at Joseph they catch his clothes, he removed the clothes and give to the woman. And he was running for his life. He was running for his life. He knew that if you ever commit that sin, he's gone. What the devil was looking for is God in him. God in him. What the devil looks for you is God. It's not whether you're praying or not. It's God in you. Will you say no to sin? Will you say "I any sin? I want you no more. Bye-bye. I don't need to again. I don't need to again. Listen, God said to me, tell them my word. Don't play any game here. God said, tell them my word, whether they will take it or they will not. Whether it's sweet to them or not. Because that is the only thing that can bless them. For anyone who accepts, it might be one, it might be two, they will be blessed for sure life will be blessed. Ezekiel 3.11 and go get thee to them of the captivity unto the children of the people and speak unto them and tell them thus say the Lord God whether they will hear whether they will forbear listen I am not ready to paint anything whether they will hear whether they will not hear I want to be free I want my own soul to escape trouble. I don't want to die and go to hell. I don't want that day if I stand, God will say, what did you tell them? I say, is he God? You know, him and I don't know why." He do you know how many people that entered my office? Do you know what they told me? Stop preaching it's falsification. You've talked this thing too much. It's okay. I say, eh? I should stop saying what God said I should be saying. Ah, I'll be saying it until Jesus do what? Come, you are doing business in the expense of the souls of men. You want to make money for your club in the expense of the souls of men. You don't want to tell them the truth. As a madman casteth firebrands, arrows, and dead, so is he that deceiveth his neighbor and said, "I am not eyeing sports." Listen, many people might cry. Even your mother might call you and say, my son, reduce your age now. If you go there, you're on your own. She's on her own. She's on her own. You're on your own. You want your son to go to hell? Because you want to get money here. Stand for Jesus. Who wants to stand for Jesus today? Look at the last scripture. Acts 3.26, I finish with that. 3 3.26, I show you the release of blessing of God... Once you get this, you are blessed. No devil can stop you from being blessed. I can tell you that. They will only do Mago Mago. The other side will come. It is him that endureth to the end that will be saved. He that endureth to the end. He that endureth to the end. Okay, look at that scripture. Unto you, first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you and turning away every one of you from his iniquity. When they send Jesus to bless us, he knows that the blessing is when he turns us from our iniquities. Unto you, first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you. How? By turning people away from their iniquities. Anytime you repent genuinely, get ready, the blessing will hit you. Any time you repent from your heart, get ready. The blessing will hit you. I'm telling you the truth. Sin is not good. The way for God to bless you is that you must repent. Repentance is not against you. It's for you. It's to bless you. It's to bless me. It's to bless every one of us. Which area has God spoken to you that you need to repent today? Talk to God. Begin to talk to God. If somebody tell you if you leave this one nothing will happen again your life is a lie. Footballers their greatest trouble is what? It's falsification. Who told you you will not succeed? If you play with your real age who told you that? Come and tell Jesus and see that is good. Are you talking to the Lord? Where have you been unfaithful? Where have you lied? And you think you are playing smart one. Where and where have you gotten it wrong? Have you encountered Jesus like Apostle Paul? Have the light of Christ shine on your way to commit another sin? The way it shone on Saul's way to commit another suicide. Will you let the light of Christ shine on your way to commit another loss under fornication? Under lying, under stealing, another backbiting, another hatred. Will Jesus stop you on the way? Will you let Jesus stop you on the way today? The Lord Jesus is here. He wants to stop you. He don't want you to continue or progress in that path. Can you ask the Lord to help you today? What are you doing with sin? It does not add anything to anybody's life. It will look as if it can do anything good for you. It's a lie. It's just like the love that the poultry farmer give to the birds. It's not a good love. The love that the devil gives to people is like the love that the poultry farmer gives to the birds. He feeds them to be fat so that he can slaughter them and make gain. As he's packing feed, giving them, they are getting fat. They are getting fat. It's for Christmas so that he can make more gain. How will you make your life to be for Christmas for the devil? Want to escape tonight? Jesus is here. He's saying escape. The prison doors are open. The prison doors are open. For everyone that wants to walk out, you can walk out this night. I say you can walk out this night. You can walk out this night. You can walk out this night. No matter the sin you have committed, ask the Lord to forgive you. He's still here to forgive. His blood is still flowing to forgive you. He so high he forgave Apostle Paul after killing many children of God. He knows he's a choosing vessel still. You are a choosing vessel. I say you're a chosen vessel. You are a chosen vessel in the hand of God. Return to Christ today. Return to him today. No matter the sin, begin to ask the Lord to forgive you. Say, Lord Jesus forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me masturbation forgive me any kind of sin ask the lord to forgive you say lord forgive me of faithfulness of any kind lying cheating oh lord i confess all of these sins fornication i confess oh lord please have mercy on me have mercy on me i can't continue like this oh lord jesus saved my life oh god I won't leave this place today the same way I came. You must forgive me Lord. Are you praying that the blood of Jesus will wash away every sin that you know that you have committed? biting, gossiping. Jesus is saying I want to stop you today like I stopped Paul from progressing in wickedness. God wants to stop you at this point and make out that greatness that he put in you. A corner, for Paul a choosing vessel. He said, this one is a choosing, a choosing vessel. You are 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 a choosing vessel. The wicked will not succeed. The wicked will not succeed. Hear the word of the Lord today. Hear the word of the Lord today. Hear the word of the Lord today for your blessing to come. You will be blessed. I tell you be blessed. No devil can rob you of your blessing. No power can deny you of that blessing. Every trick of the devil must be exposed. I say you must be blessed. Lord, we ask you today to break every yoke. Every yoke of sin. Every test for sin. Every hunger for unrighteousness. Let there be inner strength, O Lord, to say no to sin. Jesus wash away the sins of your people. Let the power of the cross bear up for us, O Lord. Let your people receive grace to say no to every form of unrighteousness. Let our souls find rest in you, Jesus. Let our souls find rest in you, Jesus. Let our souls find rest in you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We give all the glory to you. We appreciate you from the depth of our heart. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' most precious name we pray.
0: I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings. Connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle at 2 E23. To see Plaza and Road in Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry, Instagram at Savior T Sports, Twitter at Savior Total, WhatsApp number 090 60 email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed.